Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, friends, welcome to another Backstage Pass here inside of Created to Thrive. I'm, you know, I'm always looking inside the Facebook group and seeing what God's doing in members. And I I came across Kimberly Gordon, one of her posts the other day inside the group, talking about all these books that she's publishing and all the favor that's happening in her life. And I told uh, my assistant, Yvonne, I said, we got to get Kimberly on Backstage Pass. So, Kimberly, here you are. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome and uh, super excited that you're here. Thank you, Matt. It is a thrill to be here. And um, I think I've been in the mentoring program since 2020. And God is definitely doing things in my life. And I'm very, very appreciative to have the kind of support in the mentoring program that you uh, all give. It's You just can't find anything like it anywhere. Not in any of the writing groups. Mm-hmm. Not anywhere. Um, so I really appreciate that. Well, absolutely, absolutely. For for those folks who may just be getting to know you here on on this video, why don't you give us the the thumbnail sketch of of who you are and what you do creatively, and then we can jump into a little bit of your backstory, maybe. Okay. Well, um, I'm a mom of five boys. Wow. Um, I have been in some kind of artistic matter uh, all my life. I was born into a family of writers and artists on one side and techies on the other. And I got both. Uh, I've done, uh, I I joined the military to see the world out of high school with my friends. and I became a military broadcaster. Uh, I have theater background. So I've done broadcasting theater. I've always written something. Um, But I found I was really comfortable behind instead of on a stage, actually Mm -hmm. directing. And that, Actually, that was the writing. I liked to be directing everything in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and so everything always seemed to lead back to the writing. But I was kind of scared to do it for a long time. My mother was a pub- is a published writer. I saw she was traditionally published. And I saw how badly she got treated by New York, even though mm-hmm. she's incredibly talented. Um, and she actually won a lot of awards. But it was just crazy time in publishing. So I said, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go over here and do computers. I'm going to do other things. So I'm not going to do art. Yeah. And I'm not going to do writing, even though I love both of them. Uh, so years passed and I had all these ideas. I finally decided in my 30s, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a book. Yeah. And my mom and I went to a conference together. We had a great time. And I came home and I started working on this thing. And then and I had this Job-like character in it. And then my life turned into Job and everything fell apart. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just crazy. Uh, 14 years later, I finally published my first book at the age wow. of 46. Wow. Uh, so it took a long time to get there. And I'm an indie author. I'm self-published. Uh, and since then, I have now just published my 11th book. When Come I posted, on. I had published... My tenth book, which I finally got a copy of. Wow! This thing you could kill, you could hurt somebody with it. It's so big. <laughs> it went on and on and on. I didn't think it was ever going to end. I was like, okay, I'm typing, I'm typing. So during this time, I did find the mentoring program, and it was really wonderful because I was at a time when I was really doubting myself. Yeah. Uh, is you know what am I doing? I'm playing with words. Is anybody ever going to read this? Does it ever matter? Uh, and the mentoring program really helped me with that. Uh, that so that's so kind awesome. of a sketch of me. 
Yeah, yeah. So I absolutely. just came home too. I just came home in November. I was working through the pandemic. I was working part-time in IT in cybersecurity at a college, and I was homeschooling my children, and I was writing. And so it's been crazy. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy. Now, you're holding that book up. That's not like a little 100-page leaflet. I mean, no. this is like halfway to Harry Potter. I mean, this thing is huge. Yeah, I actually have a Harry Potter over it. This is 530 pages. This is 160,000 words. Wow. My my first book was 160,000 words. And I said, never again. I'm never writing anything that big. And no, number 10 was 160,000 words. My goodness. (laughs) That is, you know, having written seven books myself and, you know, you're in the 40 to 50,000, you know, word range. And at the end of that, I'm like, Oh, Lord Jesus. I got, what else am I going to say? I can't imagine. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so I've got these little ones. These are my little chicken books. These uh, are like 20,000 words. This is like a sprint. Yeah. This is like the Boston marathon. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, you know, talk about just, just real quick. I mean, you know, Obviously, you're you're doing a lot. You've got a lot of bandwidth as far as you know your energy and vision and that sort of thing. But talk about just the practicality of being a mom to five and working and trying to find time to write, much less the inspiration to be able and the creative flow. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And you feel like you can never win or you could never do anything perfectly. You have to let go of that right away because you know, with so many things pulling on you, you're never going to do it perfect. So it's like, okay, you yeah. know, done is better than perfect. I think I've heard you say that too. Yeah. Um, 80, 20. Uh, but I, I found with, I, I was for a long time, I was a stay at home mom. And then I had to become a working mom later in life when mm-hmm. I, I went through my first divorce. So my kids are spread out. I have three that are grown and two that are home right now. So they're not all scrunched together. That helped. So I've got two I'm homeschooling. Um, I have two children with autism, one that's grown and one that's that's young. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm homeschooling an autis- autistic child and a gifted one. <laughs> wow. So it gets crazy. Yeah. Um, and you have to find time wherever you can. And uh, what helped me in the mentoring program, you had talked about 90-day plans. Mm-hmm. That really helped. A year is just too big. You get yep. lost in it. You think, yep. yeah, I'm going to do all this stuff in January. And by June, you're like, oh, okay, it hasn't happened, but it's no big deal. I got yeah. months. Then you get to the end of the year and you realize I haven't done any Anything. of the things right. I planned on doing. So that the big picture needs to change and get smaller. Uh, but also you have to find, you have to steal time in little bits. And what I found with writing but it could apply to art too, was doing sessions, like Mm -hmm. 45 minute to one hour sessions. Um, I can find 45 minutes or an hour, or even if you don't even have that 20 minutes, 15 minutes, but finding these little pieces of time, kind of like that old illustration about the the jar with the big rocks and then the pebbles and the sand. Um, If you can find those little pieces of time and you can be really stubborn and really determined, you can get it done. You just, you have to get used to working with lots of interruptions. It's just life. Um, And when I'm doing something like this, I have to keep rereading because I'm like, well, what did I just write? (laughs) What was I talking about? (laughs) Because half the time, I think in this one, I had, I I started calling somebody by a different name halfway through the book because I couldn't remember who they were. I love it. Now, listen, you, you mentioned 
what I would call spiritual grit or tenacity or just that, you know, that stick to itiveness. Is that something that you've always had or is that something that you are intentionally cultivating in your life? And because I think a lot of people, you know, just creatives, empathetic energy up and down, that sort of thing. We can be, you know, kind of people that it's just like, oh, well, I just I don't want to do this or I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling inspired or or whatever. But at, at some it's level, hard. you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and and do the stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that is hard. Uh, now, being having done the military, that helped. That really pulled me together good when I was younger. But also, um, you know, spiritually, uh, I think that was a big key here in the mentoring program. But also, I'm Scottish. I was well, yeah, I'm American, but I got my Scottish background. And boy, you know, our motto is by Dan. And that means, you know, remaining. We are stubborn people. Yeah. And I think I inherited that. So naturally stubborn military background. And then the, the mentoring program helped me to really center. And, and that has been the best source of fuel and mm. willpower. It helped me get to why, why am I doing this and helping connect to why on those really bad days and helping, especially to connect to God on mm. those bad days. I've had a couple of days where I thought, you know, I, I just felt the world closing in, especially with the pandemic, everything yeah. going on. Sure. It was just so nuts. Um, we dealt with multiple job losses in the last couple of years in my family, um, where for a while, when I found this program, I was the one working. My husband was out of work. Um, I was working part-time in homeschooling and writing. And I'm like, I'm going to do this mentoring program. Wow. Uh, so it, it, it was trusting God, really trusting God. And I think that this program does that very well. Mm. Um, I have been in a lot. I've taken so many courses, especially for writing. Um, nothing comes close to, to getting to the fuel of what actually creates your inner voice. It creates mm. your author voice. It creates who you are. And that is God. Yeah. And if we don't have that spiritual center, we, we can manage for a while, but we will burn out. Yeah. Because we don't have the ultimate fuel source to keep us going. And it is so needed for artists yeah. and writers. That's so um, good. I love hearing that because, you know, on this side of things, we're always like, are the things that we're doing mattering, you know, and are people getting yes. it? And I just, I love, I love hearing that. I, I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, my goodness, you have written some, you've written a career's worth of books, you know, already in these last few years. What I'm is, just getting started. I know. So what's next for you? What's, what are you working on right now? And what's the big dream? Well, right let's now? see. I just released book 11 and I don't have it in print yet. Um, so I have a picture. Yeah. It is an anthology and it's, uh, it's related to this book. I decided okay. I got done with this and believe it or not, after 160,000 words, I did not want to leave. And I decided I was going to dig into the um, mythology of this world. Wow. Now, when I got into the mentoring program, I was like, what am I doing? I'm writing fantasy. I'm writing superhero fantasy. You know? And these people don't wear capes. They're from another planet. And it really wow. is fantasy. It's contemporary fantasy. Yeah. I'm like, is anyone ever going to read this? Does it matter? But God said, yes, it does. He gave me the vision, you know, of, you know, study C.S. Lewis study Tolkien. You've sure. always loved these people. This is, this is in your heart for a reason. So, and the fantasy myths and everything connect right back to spirituality. Mm. They're just hidden, yeah. but they, they really do. There's beautiful values in a lot of those books. Uh, we're just telling them in a more subtle way. Yeah. So I wanted to get into the myths uh, in this one of why these people are the way they are. 
these people can move mountains with their voices. They are wow. stone singers. Come on. And so, yeah, we had to develop this whole culture and what their beliefs are. And it was really fun. So this is just an anthology, a little break, palate cleanser from 160,000 words. This is 25,000. And then the next one is the next book in the series is Starcrossed. And that's my Romeo and Juliet. Wow. It's, it's going to be... Um, uh, kind of Game of Thrones-ish. We've got yeah. lots of politics wow. on the home planet. And uh, the main character is about to become the king. And they're expecting a baby. And there's lots of problems. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm already into it. I'm like, I got to read these books. Now. <laughs> oh, and these are set 20 years behind us. Because being an IT person, I think technology solves too many problems in books. I mean, it's boring. Yeah. So I, I actually hampered them with technology. I decided technology doesn't agree with their powers and we don't have, you can't just text someone and solve your problem. Wow. <laughs> so 9-11 happens in this book. Mm. And I still am not sure how I'm going to completely approach that. Resolve I want to do a good yeah, job yeah, yeah. with it because I have two storylines. I have one on the home planet and one on the, on earth. And so we're going to see what happens with the, the our supers on earth who are hiding from the government because the government already thinks they're terrorists. And now we've got nine 11 happening and they are there trying to help and they can't, uh, and, but they get caught on camera and now they're in trouble too. So, uh, uh, listen, I got to ask, I know people are going to want to know this. How do you, how are you managing physically and literally all of these storylines that are going on in your head. Are you journaling? Are you writing down notes or is this all just stream of consciousness as you begin to write? Oh, I would lose it if it was stream of consciousness. I have Evernote. I am a diehard Evernote fan. And I use that thing. I have hundreds of notebooks uh, and that's how I catch it. I catch it all. I get it, type it in as fast as I can and file it away. And if I never use it, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, but I have it. And I, I've pulled up ideas I had years ago and I totally forgot about them. Like, mm. oh, wow, that would make a good book someday. Yeah. Close it again. Um, so I have stacks of, for different series and I have over 100 book ideas. I have wow. several series ideas and I'm like, OK, Lord, you're going to have to help me stay healthy because uh, if I want to do this for the rest of my life, I'm going to need several lifetimes to write them. All. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or pick pick the ones that I really want to do. Yeah. Uh, because I have, I have way too many ideas. I love it. Well, I, That's you know, I just part. love, I love to see faithfulness in people and boy, you are just killing it. I mean, <laughs> I'm so proud of you and, and just so happy <laughs> oh, that you. the mentoring program has been a catalyst in all that God is doing in your life. So Kimberly, where can people connect with you outside the mentoring program, website, social, whatever, because I know folks are going to want to find I'm on social, and this is my next challenge is getting my branding together better. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've been leveling my craft. I've been working on my heart. I've been working on my art, but now I really got to do the branding and yeah. the business is coming, um, but the branding. Uh, I'm on social media. I'm on um, Facebook under Kimberly Gordon and Black Cat series. Uh, all my books, the, the superheroes books are Black Cat. Uh, K-A-T. Uh, and yes, there are cats in them. There are lots of cats. <laughs> in them. Um, but it's the blackcatseries.com. I do have a website, but boy, Matt, there's where I, I need your help is getting my website looking better. We'll I get actually there. We'll can get there. do web design. <laughs> I, I do web design, but, you know, WordPress is frustrating to me. 
I, I, you know, yeah, I could do Wix. I've thought of it. Uh, I did. I used to do websites in the old, the gold rush of the internet. Like when you did have a notepad. (laughs) (laughs) And WordPress is like, where is it? I can't find it. I need to change it. And so it drives me crazy. But um, so, yeah, I'm at KimberlyMGordon.com for my website, but it needs to be updated. It yep. says I have six books. Yeah, it's really yeah. all outdated. You've been busy, right? <laughs> so, well, busy writing, what a joy to have you on today. I just it's great to get to know you better and great to share your story here on Backstage Pass. And guys, definitely click the link that's here uh, in the description. You can go right to Kimberly's websites and find out all that she's doing. But can't wait to to see what's next and see the next 11 books that, that come out in your life. So Thanks again, Kimberly, for being on. (laughs) Thank you so much, Matt. It was a pleasure. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember... You were created to thrive. Bye-bye.